Hello and welcome back to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. I'm Sev. I'm Gina. And I'm Cheyenne. And class is now in session. We made you wait a week, but it is time. We're going to be talking about bottoms in today's episode about tops, bottoms, switches, pillow princesses. Yes. Are you so beaming because it's your side? <laughs> I was going to say, this is going to be a me-heavy episode, and I'm excited. <laughs> so, yes. like, what do these terms mean? And I know we talked about it a little bit in the last episode. Did we go over bottoms and pillow princesses in that one? I think we did, but we can do, like, a quick recap, I think. Yeah. We're going to get, obviously, into this concept of bottoming a lot, but one thing I think we concurred on is that uh, difference between tops and bottoms is kind of like the vibe of who's in the driver's seat, who's enjoying the ride. So this is about those who's, who are who's getting the ride, baby. Who's getting roadhead versus <laughs> giving it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So someone said, what is a pillow princess? I've never heard of this and I am scared that I am one. Girl, why are you scared? Nothing to be scared of as Listen. long as you like own it. <laughs> if you yeah, are one, like, yeah. please. A pillow princess basically is just someone who sits back and relaxes on the pillow and just lets it happen mm-hmm. you know they don't or I feel like you can you don't necessarily have to be like on well your yeah back, you're not but, like, literally you just like, laying on your back but yeah but you're not like a you're the uh, one yeah. more actively receiving um so another question that we got though was what's the difference between bottoming and being I was just princess? gonna say like yeah I think in my example last week when I was talking about my ideal situation as a top is like my partner bit of me and then my partner again so I would think the bottom is the one who like they want to be receiving they it's not like bottoms don't ever give I feel like they're just not the dominant of the partners if that am I making sense (laughs) yeah I feel like this is like where the um spectrum of it all comes in where like yes majority of people are like more of like a switch where they can top or bottom and then there are it's like a bell curve almost so like there are some people who only bottom some people who only top most people are somewhere in between but they might lean one way one way or or the other which is when we like first brought this in as a topic I know Gina and I both were like we're like switch more this switch more that so yeah and I I feel like the difference is if like the whole entire session was just all about me that would not be something I'd be like really chill about but I don't love that with any session yeah being totally about the other person Mm -hmm. and I've been with plenty of bottoms where like they love the attention I get off on giving the attention yeah so you know yeah so I know the next one someone said do pillow princesses never top I can't imagine but maybe it's just the switch in me depends on the pillow princess yeah Yeah. I'm gonna say from my knowledge of it pillow princesses for the most part never top and that's like where the difference between like bottoming and pillow princessing comes in um it's like they typically 99.9999% of the time do not top aren't dominant whatever and then being a bottom is where that kind of like more versatile nature comes in but it does lean yeah. towards like more like submission and receiving so but they there is a little bit I more think, give and take I think I agree saying- with you for the most part because like I feel like mm-hmm. pillow princess you're really claiming the fact that you're just a receiver whereas mm-hmm. bottom I feel like leaves it a little more like ambiguous yeah. but I think yeah. Yeah. pillow princess could be an identity and also like an like an adjective or you could be like mm-hmm. oh normally I'm a pillow princess but for you I'm a top or like 
she turned right. me into such a pillow princess. Like maybe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's like the antithesis of like the stone top though, where like they uh, don't want to, you know what I mean? Like it's like they're two different ends of that. The ideal that sexual about. relationship, a stone top and a pillow princess. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And then like most people fall somewhere in between, but then they're like people spread out between those two extremes. Yeah. And then there's like asexual, like out on the far the end with their, the with their own spectrum. Yeah. And just like is all um, overlapping and intersecting and different dimensions and all this fun shit. What is the difference then if bottoms are giving a little bit and verses are giving an equal amount? And t- like what, what differentiates mm-hmm. it? Because in my brain, with that, when that comes into question, it's like, oh, well, bottom's not giving anything then. But, like, they are. But, mm-hmm. like, but then what's yeah. a verse? If a bottom's yes, like, what's your dumb, definition of giving? giving more. Like, it, like, because giving, meaning, it's like, giving. the one pleasure <laughs> it's giving. <laughs> but, like, if you're, if you're giving, like, you, yeah, could be the one actually doing the pleasuring. But if you're a pillow princess, you weren't doing that. And bottoms might be more a part of moving things forward. Yeah, I, I guess think there's like, a spectrum of things, but I was it's gonna like say, hard. I think it's a spectrum and it gets into like a lot of questions of like, how are you having sex? <laughs> um, right. But yeah, that was just a little thing I'm going to throw out there. But yeah. Um, well, another question that we got was, if I'm femme presenting, am I expected to be a bottom? And I'm just here to say yes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but not the way you think. And by that, I mean like in that most people do expect me to be a bottom because I'm been presenting and I'm not a bottom at all. Um, and You're then it not just, on experience, not fact. Nobody yeah, is expecting yeah. you to be like, a bottom. Some but people that has might expect experience. you to be, but yes, that's where I was going with that. That, you <laughs> yeah. know, you're not expected to be one, but some people might expect that you are one because of how you look. It's the heteronormativity of it all. Well, I like this next question. Why are bottoms seen as lazy? <laughs> I, I don't like, always know if they are. Yeah, I feel like pillow princesses are seen as more like if there's the stereotype of like laziness, like I feel like it would land it would, more yeah, on the pillow princesses than the bottoms. Right yeah, I think more so it's like the not always pleasing like another person kind of aspect is where that like stereotype comes in. Mm. And to that, I just want to say like that if like someone sees you as lazy because you don't want to do x y and z they're probably just not the person for you or they need to be a little more open-minded about your boundaries like it's like a mixture of all of those things it's like yeah it's you have like to find someone who's the right yeah. yeah 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 exactly and mm-hmm. that's what a lot of this can boil down to not just preference but like boundaries mm-hmm. right so i think just like understanding that could definitely help you understand where people are coming from and then yeah it does turn into a whole like issue of shaming and yeah like some people just don't want to do things some people have bad experiences some people don't like things you know like yeah the whole plethora it's a really intimate topic right like like there's a lot that goes into what people like exactly and that's why you have to like discuss it in detail and like see if they're really coming from like a genuine place or if they're just being a selfish Mm. lover and being shitty and like it's like with I know we've all like hooked up with like a cis straight man who's been like I don't need pussy but like you can give me head or whatever CJ Khaled where exactly and it's like where's the line (laughs) with them between just not wanting to do that because you know you're a selfish lover versus uh 
maybe some trauma connected to it or like the societal uh, stigmatization of eating pussy like where 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 are they in that like intersection yeah I know you kind of touched on like trauma and the stigmatization of like being a pillow princess or like a receiver and somebody actually said if you're a pillow princess without any trauma why and the why is in all caps which I feel like um okay so this person who wrote this might not want to be with the pillow princess but like that wouldn't bother me because like I am the top so like I would be okay with it so yeah Yeah. the word I feel like it all comes down to finding someone who's compatible with you sexually like if that if you know if it's a deal breaker for you if they're not gonna like give you head or if you only can like penetrate them or whatever like yeah. they're not the person for you stop trying yeah. to make it work and if, this like, is there's why no i honestly think that the whole like no sex in the first couple dates thing is whack because like yeah, get that man, out i'm not about to get emotionally attached to you and then not be sexually compatible that sucks yeah well, i mean no, Steph, I you that. even just kind of said like this question the wording is a little harsh and i feel like yeah. yeah like first of all people can be a pillow princess without trauma and like that's not the only way that it's okay yeah, to be a pillow princess don't enjoy things like- and if you don't want that that's fine but i don't feel like pillow princesses should be shamed <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean there are people that like don't ever want to be a bottom and it's not because of trauma it's just because they simply don't like it mm-hmm. yeah but I think trauma does sometimes play a role but then also with the bottoming and like being a pillow princess uh it kind of goes into another question we got which is I'm a bottom almost a pillow princess mainly because of performance anxiety how do I get over it and that's like a big reason that someone might be a pillow princess yeah and not have trauma yeah. They yeah. kind of feel held back by that performance anxiety. I don't know if I have any good advice except for what we gave last time about topping, which is practice. <laughs> Try it yeah. out. Yeah. And I think that like you don't need to go into a sexual scenario without having conversations with that person mm-hmm. about where you're at, what you want. Yeah, I agree. Want. I feel like well, if you have like this quote unquote performance anxiety and that's like what's causing you to like not stray out of this role, I feel like a big step is like either finding someone where you don't feel like you have to quote like quote unquote perform mm-hmm. or you know, if you do feel that way with someone, like talking to them about it and getting more comfortable yeah. and being able to have those open yeah. lines of communication yeah. before, during, and after sex, or else, yeah, you're going to be anxious because you don't know if what you're doing yeah. is good or right or wrong. Or as know, someone with like heavy like performance anxiety, yeah. Do you? I yeah. Oh my gosh, I failed my driver's test like five times because I was just afraid of like <laughs> oh, no. sitting in front of another person. Like I could drive, wow. but yeah. Wow, that sucks. I, yeah, I'm a wreck. Um. I think it just, yeah, it goes into one, communicating, two, like letting your partner know that you need reassurance. One of my love languages yes. is um, my top one is words of affirmation because mm-hmm. I like when people are telling me that I'm doing things right and correct and okay because I have, have a praise like- kink. <laughs> <laughs> the silence is so loud. Good girl. Good job. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just kidding. When the tattoo artist is like, you said it so well. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. And it's okay to ask for that reassurance. Yeah. I think it's good think because then that person knows. 
Yeah. Being up front. And why, and saying, if you're with somebody, why wouldn't they want to turn you on? You exactly. Know? And saying exactly. like, hey, I want to try XYZ. I'm a little nervous about it because I haven't before or when I have this happened or, you know, like whatever reasons you might have work out within yourself why you think you might be having these issues first so that you know. Yeah. So like if a person was like, I am scared of giving head because someone told me my head sucked before. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to say, these are my insecurities. This is why I'm insecure about this. This is what this. I need in reassurance about. Yeah. yeah. And you have to think this- about that within yourself. So be like, why don't I like doing this? And I use the head example because it's the first one that came to my head, but no one has ever told me that. You missed the hair flip if you're not the, watching The first Patreon. time I ever gave head, <laughs> guy went, you never done that before? And I said no. And he went, huh. You were like, what? Like I've it's had hard? A, I've had <laughs> What? Like it's hard? <laughs> I've had a big head about it ever since. The um the one time I hooked up with this girl who she was eating me out and it just like I don't know she made me like feel a little weird. I wasn't like the most comfortable ever. So I feel like it took longer. I don't even think it took that long. But like but afterwards took, she like yeah. made some spectacle about it and was like, oh geez. Oh and, like, my god. Was, like, you take a long time and like made some because I said something about like, oh, I normally only like come once in like a sex session and mm-hmm. then like I need like an hour to recharge. And she was like, well, after somebody like goes down you, who would want to like be able who would you be able to go for round two or something like that? And I was self-conscious for so long where I even wow. like, saw people so preface, like, yeah, I kind of like take yeah. a long time. And I like said something to my girlfriend and she was like, you literally don't and I was like yeah she was just projecting her insecurities about not being able to make you come fast yeah maybe Uh, no like that's literally your issue because I'm trying about her no and I think that's 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 a perfect (laughs) that's a even better example than mine because exactly what I'm saying you know the reason why you were insecure about this issue and you took it to a person and they reassured you. And that's what we're talking yeah. about. That's what we're saying. We want to hear. We want- and I think we've sort of answered the same similar question. How do you get over the fear of bottoming when you've self? Yeah, I want to I want to bring this one up to you guys because yeah, I, I say, kind I of have this issue with bottoming. This. Yeah, um, do you? I, a lot of my issues were like body image issues in the past. And that's kind of what it was. Now it's mm-hmm. not so much that. And it's more so, I don't know, I, I guess it's partially like self-conscious thoughts about like feeling like pressured, like I have to orgasm. I mean, not with my current partner, but just like in general, I felt like right. I'm expected to orgasm or like with certain mm-hmm. people, if I didn't orgasm, they're like, you're not, you're done. Like you just want me to stop. Like, I relate I hard. Feel bad yeah, about it's it. like, yeah. dude, but first of all, step like, your game up. That's exactly I, why I was faking them, Cheyenne. I was like, look, I'm so normal. I come so easily. <laughs> I don't know if this is like self-consciousness or what, but like, I have ADHD and like cannot focus for the life of me. And like during sex, my head, I'm like thinking about like, you know, what we're going to eat later. Do I need to change the laundry over? Like I'm thinking about like their mom. Like I like, not like in a sexual way either. Like I'm like, oh, what did her mom say earlier? Like I'm like all over the place. And then I get in my head about that. Yeah. Yeah. The one, (laughs) the one guy I was sleeping with, he would play music. And mm-hmm. you're like, beep, 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 beep. I was well, just gonna say that Cheyenne. Oh my god, no, it's so funny. <laughs> he would stop while he's inside of me, lean over 
inside of me and like check what the song was and like screenshot it oh my god why is that sorry the song is really great Honestly, and, I think of my best meme ideas during sex. Like, I, oh my and then God, I can't write it down. Hilarious. So like this guy's doing that. And then me, I'm looking at his curtains like, fuck, I need to buy curtains. Yeah. What size curtains do I need? Yes. And it's just like, dude, yes. <laughs> be here. But like my brain, it's sometimes so it hard. can't be there. Yeah. So I told my girlfriend sure, like, if she sees me like slipping away, like if I, I don't seem like I'm all there mentally, I told her to just choke me really hard. And like that kind of helps bring I me think back. That, I think that plays <laughs> okay. into, I, I think that plays into my kinks a little bit because sometimes <laughs> I'm I just need episode to grab now. my face and just like remind me where yeah, I am. Yeah, remind me Otherwise, where the fuck I am. I'm in Timbuktu, yeah. man. Like, yeah. I am and I don't, here. I feel like I don't have that issue as much if I'm pleasing the other person because it's kind of okay if I'm not in my head because like I'm not trying to orgasm in that moment head is focusing on them right and if they and if like if my girlfriend's doing something to me and I like am touching her at the same time it kind of helps me stay focused and in the moment because I have more of something to concentrate on instead of yeah like worrying that that I'm not like yeah doing enough I'm so (laughs) hyper focused I I there is I forget the rest of the world is ex- yeah. in ex- any wish, existence. I wish it depends I had on, that luxury. It depends on the day for me too, because sometimes I'll be way up in it, but sometimes I either like black out or I just like focus on everything around me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, um, things. anyways, so this one I like, um, can we talk about the paradox where people love to top, but hate pillow princesses? Yeah, that's like, why I said earlier to that person that who about? like sent that question in. Like, don't hate on the pillow princesses because yeah, I want like to talk them. Uh, I feel like okay. Live. I feel like that paradox where that comes in at though is other like bottom leaning verses or just straight up bottoms like hating on pillow princesses. Maybe they're like, like they not do disclosing. Yeah, they're like <laughs> I want to be the bottom because it's like if you're a top, like you really don't care unless you know you want to receive and a majority of people are not pillow princesses so I feel like a majority of people are willing to reciprocate so if you're like talking shit like I feel like you might be closer to a pillow princess than you want to admit <laughs> and that's where mm-hmm. the, that projection oh. is coming out because you're like like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well another one that we got was our partner's actually okay with pillow princesses or am I just being rude slash not reciprocating and I feel like everything we've set up to this point kind of points to the fact that you're not being rude and there are people who are okay with it you just have to find the puzzle piece that fits you I've yeah partners can be okay with pillow princess yeah the otherwise don't be partners. person yeah or if you're having a one night stand just, just throw it in there subtly a little flirty I would be like so you ready to like taught me all night or something like yeah, you like kind of yeah. know like <laughs> what the expectation is, like that you're gonna be the more submissive or maybe not as giving or just like yeah. I don't know. There's like ways to do it in like a sexy way. I think that aren't like yeah, that aren't just like I'm also. a bottom and I'm not gonna do anything. Like that's yeah, not, yeah that, I, feel like- I still don't want someone to be like yeah I'm not doing anything to you. like I don't want you to yeah be you have to make it or... make it a little spicy yeah like don't make someone me feel actually like said, undesirable. somebody actually said it feels like nobody wants a pillow princess I'm embarrassed to admit I kind of am one but I think that's the difference is like admitting it versus like setting some expectation and then of going like, into don't it don't expect and... anything from me yeah, yeah. it's like I'm a little bit of a pillow princess. Sorry. Yeah. I can't wait for you to fuck me all night. Or like, just like, so say I, something about I how you want them to, or like, I want you to fuck me so bad. Or like, 
like as a top off, I'm like fucking that. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, just go with that. Don't I'll be make- like shitty and be like, I'm not doing anything yeah. to you because that's gonna probably not go in your favor. Yeah. On the opposite side, someone said, "Why I gotta be the dude just because she a pillow princess?" With the emoji that's rolling its eyes. I think that also just comes down to like the heteronormativity of it all. And yeah, and like nobody's a dude in this situation yeah when you say like why i gotta be the dude like who's making you feel like that because i don't feel like a dude (laughs) there are i've seen like conversations on like tiktok and stuff about this about treating your masked partner like they're a man like expecting them to pay for everything expecting them to open the door to yeah yeah, like just like putting these like very like hyper gendered norms on them and being like you know you're wearing the strap so I'm gonna treat you like a man I'm gonna treat not and like you shouldn't treat your male partners like that either like you shouldn't just like treat them like shit because they're a man and that's coming from a lesbian so you know that (laughs) but um like I've I've been I've been seeing like a plethora of videos where it's like oh you know I take my stud to like get her nails done or I buy her flowers and it's like I think that's what they're saying is where you know they're expected to like put the bill and like open the doors and not have yeah. anything sweet done for them because they're in the quote-unquote mm. more like who's masculine the man, who's the woman? yes yeah. yeah so mm. I think that's where that question is coming in at and I think I don't think the, we subscribe to heteronormativity yeah, yeah. Here. the answer is to stop fucking those people <laughs> And maybe some people <laughs> yeah, exactly. do like the chivalry and do want to like, yeah. kind of fulfill that role. But like those people will find the people who are treating them like the quote unquote man. Well, there's a difference though together. between just being nice and chivalrous to your partner or doing it because you're the quote unquote man mm. of the relationship. Right. Because like, you can be nice and like, you know, I've seen different TikToks of like, I always said I would never do anything for a man, but here I am folding my wife's laundry and making yeah. her breakfast so that she can yeah. take it to work. I just feel like you can do things for your partner. Like, why does gender even have to be mm-hmm. a role? Who cares? Like, you don't have to be the dude. Yeah. Nobody does unless they want to. It's fine. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. Let's take a little break there. I feel like that's a good spot. Let's do it. Yeah. And we are back. The next question that we have um, kind of goes, it's a call back to the beginning of the episode. And it is, I'm a pillow princess, but I'm dominant. What do you call that? What a power bottom? Say? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to exactly say like basically say. just a power bottom, I guess. Right? Yeah. I'd say that's a power bottom or like, yeah, no, we'll just, we'll just go power bottom. what we last said. Yeah. Power um, bottom. Um, I like this one because we kind of touched on it a little bit in the first half. This one that says, how far into the relationship do you discuss slash establish roles in sex? Which I said, have sex as soon as possible. So you know how you guys are together, you know, but like, I think you should be establishing these roles pretty quickly because like being upfront with that as upfront as possible. So you both know what you're comfortable with and what you're, what you prefer, I think is super important to get out of the way. Uh, quicker because then you'll both actually be more comfortable you know and it doesn't necessarily mean you have like specific roles like I am the top every time but like <laughs> yeah, knowing, right I feel like there does need to be like a delicate balance with that though because like I know like Sev and I talked in the casual sex episode about how we're not really into casual sex and even if it's not like a casual situation when I was on like dating apps if someone started talking about sex too soon that was like an immediate yeah no I'm and I'm very sexual I don't really want to be fair Cheyenne 
when yeah. I wanted to have casual sex and I brought up sex super early and that person wasn't about it, I was like, oh, we are not looking yeah. for the same things. Bye. So I love, I, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, this is too much. Like, even if they made it seem like they wanted more, but they like, were just hi- like too sexual, too fast. I was like, this isn't going to work. Cause that's what I, yeah. the vibe I, I'm getting yep. from you. Well, it's like a, such a delicate balance of finding like, like, I, like talking about it soon enough, but not too soon. Yeah. Like, and when I say soon, I think I'm like, that is, yeah, I feel like talking about sex. I wouldn't bring it up within the first, like couple days but like personally by like week two I'd want to like maybe have yeah. a little bit of a discussion I'd probably like bring it up. up graphic but just yeah I'd pro- I'd probably bring it up too in like a more overarching conversation like after a date or two before we've had sex and I mean you want to have the STI conversation too um to be mm-hmm. safe you know so in that you can also just say also I prefer this this and this and it kind of one could like get you more excited for that uh but then it also just brings that conversation in and it's all in the way you word it and how you approach it and how you yeah talk to each other about it I definitely think it's about how you go about it because even if you have already like established that you're both looking for something more serious and not casual and you do want to see if you're sexually compatible there's a way to phrase it where it's not just like oh i'm just trying to fuck you could you mm-hmm. know even just saying like so when we someday get to the phase where we're going to be intimate what's your vibe like what kind of things do you like to do i know we're not there yet but you know are you ready to talk about those things And when would this be okay to start doing? Like, I feel like it's okay if you go about it the right way to to talk about it when it feels right. But just make sure you're setting the stipulation of like, no one's, you know, trying to rush anything. Yeah, we're not, you know, whatever. I'm not saying I want to fuck tomorrow, but I'm just saying. (laughs) I did though. I won. Well, yeah. (laughs) I was a friend. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But like, just to be like, listen, we both know we want it to happen. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Another question that we got was most lesbians, and I'm going to expand on this to say sapphic queer people in general, most lesbians mm-hmm. I know don't identify with these terms. Is there a place that's more common? I mean, that might just be the people that this person knows. I feel like it's pretty yeah. like prevalent on like the say, internet I've and internet heard culture. It a lot online, like especially like on TikTok, you know, I scroll and there's that like one filter that's like top bottom switch, you yeah. know, like I see it all over and maybe it is becoming more prevalent in sapphic spaces because I know it did originate more in like the male queer space. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know if that's where it originated, but possibly. I think it, I, I, I think that it was more popular in like yeah, gay like, male spaces for yeah. some like grinder. You can like, that's what I'm thinking. Say, yeah. So like, it was more mm. popular there and then it's just come over into sapphic spaces i think it's just le- it was used less in sapphic spaces of up until maybe not super recently but if they're not using these terms i would just be curious how they describe their bedroom life and if they're not using yeah. those terms that would like kind of make me think that they're just switches who don't label themselves as such because like if you were really one way or the other I think it'd be pretty easy to slip into some sort of term even if it's not top and bottom like dom submissive or whatever yeah you use so I would just think that there just happened switchy sex yeah I I think it goes back to like my theory that a majority of people are just like switches or verse yeah yeah you know yeah 
So I want to cover this question because I feel like I kind of relate to it. Does anyone else sometimes feel used while bottoming? And I think if you do feel that way, I would think about how you feel about the person you're with, because I, if I did feel that way, it was an indication that I didn't feel 110% comfortable with that person. Mm -hmm. And anytime that I have, and the attention is on me, I don't feel used at all. And I don't Mm -hmm. feel like they're doing anything other than wanting to make me feel good because we are fond of each other. And so that's a, I think that doesn't mean that if you don't like, if you just don't like bottoming and you, that's not your, that makes you feel that way then don't do it. But the sometimes in this question is what makes me think it's how safe you feel with that partner. Yeah. Cause in my mind for like a person bottoming is they're the one receiving pleasure. So you shouldn't be feeling used in receiving pleasure. Yeah. I feel like if they're treating you like a hole, like like you're just like a hole for them to use, which I feel like not like when you bottom, then they're just like being like a dominant. Right. And like, I was, I was having sex with someone, um, they, uh, were also more dominant and they would be like, I'm just trying to like, please you like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but you're doing things. I don't like doing things. I asked you not to do, or asked you to stop doing your, mm-hmm. you know, if they were or whatever. really trying to please you, they'd be listening mm-hmm. to your feedback. Right. And it's like, no, yeah. you just want to do it because that's what gets you off. You don't care about whether mm-hmm. it gets me off or not. So I totally get yeah. like the feeling used in that way. And I feel like, you know, at that point you need to find a different partner because the right yeah. person isn't going to make you feel like they're using you or like, uh, their pleasure is greater than your own. They should be on like equal levels. <laughs> a good sure. top is not just doing whatever they want and getting mm-hmm. off on it. It's doing what you want yeah. and then seeing that you like it. And yes. then getting off it. Yeah. Agreed. Cosign. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I like this next one too. Why do people get so entrenched in sticking to one rule? I feel like flexibility used to be so much more common. I feel like it is common. You even said you think that switches yeah. are the most I mean, we kind common? of put a little bell jar graph thing too. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvia Plath was a pillow princess. Uh, um, you know what I mean? Like media makes it seem more common because of like things that we see. And like the algorithms with. that we see. Yeah. Like yeah, it, the more you interact, the more you're going to see that kind of stuff. Yeah. I do think a majority of people are pretty flexible still, but the internet isn't going to like show that. I feel like they're going to show more of like the loud voices who are loud about bottoming or loud about top. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just like yeah. those kind of get more traction maybe just because so many people are more flexible and it's not as mm-hmm. special and different, quote unquote. But um, yeah. yeah. Well, our last question, I think we covered just a little bit, but just to reiterate, somebody did say, no questions, just feeling some resentment towards these categorizations because I don't fight heteronormativity to be trapped in queer norm slash categories, which I do understand not wanting to be put in a box, but I don't have resentment towards these categorizations because I feel like it's fun to like have a sexual identity and I don't know. Mm -hmm. What do you think? One, I think it's like you said, fun to have an identity. Two, we've kind of covered this on a lot of the questions where it's like, it's a preference and it's understanding what you like and what you don't like and understanding what your partner likes and doesn't like and understanding how you mesh together sexually because that is important. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like some people do feel like put in a box and quote unquote mm-hmm. trapped, but like, you know, I feel like I find that labels empower me and they help me find community yep. and communicate things to other people about myself without having to like get super specific at first. Like I can get more specific down the line, but mm-hmm. I find like more liberation and be, being able to define myself. Whereas for other people, that's, you know, being put in these like heteronormative categorizations people yeah. like different things like it all yeah. it always mm-hmm. comes down to that like people find yeah. pleasure in different things people find empowerment in different things yeah. like I'm sorry that that makes you feel that way but you don't have to participate in it I it think it's so shitty. yeah I think it's interesting too that they say heteronormative because tops bottoms and switches aren't necessarily heteronormative but I think the heteronormativity that lies in that is assuming that all men are dominant and all women are submissive oh yeah that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like to be fair, like if you feel trapped, I feel like that's a little on you. Cause I don't, I feel like with, as far as labels go anyway, like you can call yourself whatever you don't have to, no one's trying to trap you in those mm-hmm. boxes. So it's like, if you want to label like just with any label, if you want to claim it great, if it's not for you, don't use it. But I think it's just a fun part of the queer community to like engage in so I don't take it so seriously yeah yeah all right and with that we've successfully taken it from the top all the way to the bottom (laughs) if you'd like to follow us on social media you can find us on pretty much any social media platform Instagram Facebook Twitter TikTok all at Sapphic Survival Guide except Twitter is just at Sapphic Survival Make sure to give us rates, give us reviews, let us know that you're enjoying what you're listening to and let the algorithms know what you're enjoying, what you're listening to. Um, The really good thing about our Patreon right now, we're super excited that we have a growing discord of about like, what is it? Like 75 members now chatting away, hanging out, having fun. And we want you to be a part of that too. So our Patreon, our lowest tier is only $3 a month. And then you can go up from there if you want to support us a little bit more. But what that gets you is bonus content, access to the videos. So you can see our pretty little faces. There's a bonus episode with every single episode that we put out. And there's tons of bonus content, fun stuff. And access to this Discord, this community of queer people having fun, hanging out, networking, meeting each other, sending memes. And you can subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Sapphic Survival Guide. And it's only three bucks a month. Like, come on. Who doesn't want a piece of that, you know? (laughs) I love that. Um, And you can find me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mespian on pretty much any social media platform. Uh, You can find me, Sev, at Lucky Sev with two Ys on pretty much any social media platform. Yeah, you can go to my Instagram at Gina Finio, my TikTok at Bisexual Gina. You can go to my website, GinaFinio.com. And you can go listen to Um Hello wherever you listen to podcasts for your Jersey Shore recaps. And with that, class is now dismissed. <gasps> <laughs>
that you are one because of how you look. It's the heteronormativity of it all. But I think trauma does sometimes play a role, but then you just have to find the puzzle piece that fits you.